0: THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.
1: And welcome back, my golfing friends, to a brand new episode of the original Off Course. I'm your host, Dan Edwards, and joining me this week, we're doing another THP member feature uh, from the THP community. His name is Brian Cherry. He goes by MTB Loco on the forums. Um even though I'm trying to aggressively change that moniker every time we talk. So if I refer to him as Cherry, that's because I'm already invested in the change. Either way, Brian, Cherry, MTB, welcome to the show, my buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I should have led with like Morgan Cup champion, um, former mountain biker, Which is what MTB stands for, if I understand correctly. I think you told me once. I sort of dozed off during that conversation, but (laughs) you know, what what is like? What defines you right now is is Morgan Cup champion, like the primary
0: thing that you speak to. I I think it has to be right now, like because it playing golf that's not focused towards the Morgan Cup now is really different. Okay. Well, It's different in a good way, right? I mean, the pressure of that. And then all of a sudden you go play in a league and you're like, this isn't pressure anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I used to play money games before playing in our um, club championship because I knew I cared more about money than I did about winning a trophy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I don't know, man. You've had a pretty crazy year, though. You've done a lot of traveling. Um, You're fairly new to the game of golf, uh, but you also are part of an absolutely killer community of THPers. Uh, better known as AZTHP, which is one thing I really want to talk about today. But before we go through all of that, I think it's only fair that people know who you are, where you came from. So first of all, when did you start golfing? And second of all,
0: why is your name a mountain biking thing when all you do is golf? Okay. So the the first part, I, I started golfing when I was a kid. I found an old golf club buried in the junk pile on the farm um and i found a ball and i just started hitting a ball all over the farm and that was my introduction to the game uh a friend of the family who played golf saw that when i was about i don't know 10 or 11 and took me and we would walk nine holes maybe twice a year and so that was my golf experience um when I was a senior in high school, I decided I wanted golf lessons and the only way to do that was to join the golf team. And I got free ones. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you say so, all
1: I have to do is join a golf team and my driver swing is going to get fixed. That'd be amazing. Uh,
0: yeah. I think you got bigger problems, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, so that was how I played golf. And then every, I would go through college, you know, two or three times a year, go play nine holes with the boys. And that was it. Um, I picked up mountain biking. I went to grad school. I completely stopped playing golf. I didn't play golf again until June of 2019. Um, and at that point, some people at work when I was here in Arizona decided, let's go to Top Golf. And I went to Top Golf and I'm like, oh my goodness, I've never seen a ball go so high in the air before.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I immediately got dust of the old clubs off, went to a range, said, hey, I like this. Went to a PJ Superstar, bought custom, quote unquote, custom clubs for myself, and found THP at the same time while researching them.
1: Like on the spot, you're just like all, all in, big, yeah. crazy. Wow. Yeah, I, I yeah, always kind of watched
0: golf on TV, you know, but that was it. And then I said, I'm going back into golf. And
1: okay. So that's really interesting because you hear a lot of people depart the game for different reasons. I know I took a, a little bit of a hiatus after college because, you know, as, as much as we want to argue it golf is pretty friggin' expensive. So that was one of the first things that I cut um, when I wasn't making much money. But, you know, the love of the game is found in such unique ways. And you clearly didn't have that enough in high school to, to always have in the back of your mind. It was like this, this refresher of sorts. So was there something that was different about golf? when you went this iteration, like the the start of this tidal wave of madness that you've experienced?
0: Um, I have to say probably the combination of wanting to do that, knowing that I'm in, living in Arizona now in a, instead of Northern Ohio, as you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a much easier in a mecca of golf and finding THP and just going down that rabbit hole, um, which for me, my journey with THP stems from why my handle is MTB Loco. Um, I was part of a mountain bike forum called MTBR and they had a, you know, forum that was called passion. And I was on that for years while I was mountain biking. And when I found THP and found the forum, I realized that it was the exact same place. It was where people were extremely passionate about the, the sport that they do and talk about and create a community we would go all over the country to play ride mountain bikes together we'd i would create host gatherings and that all existed in thp land and so that started snowballing i immediately found the people that are other friends that are THP. and i had a community of 20 guys that instantly play golf with and so you have no choice in a sense to get better and play more golf so that's all that kind of went
1: so is there truth to the rumor that i snubbed you very first time on thb
0: super media (laughs) actually no (laughs) unfortunately you weren't snubbing you were actually the first person i remember talking to me because i posted my only putter at the time and you absolutely fell in love with it because it was a copper on palmer long neck blade (laughs) i mean you know
1: how how do you not you you suckered me into a friendship with the one thing that i can't say no to it's arnold palmer so Yeah. yeah i mean that's that's incredible i love that uh we actually connected this year at the bourbon bash in kentucky shout out to the boys down there um and you told me that and it really resonated with me that you know we see new members all the time and we don't know what their future holds not just for golf but life and thp and you know it's it's really neat that um if you stick around you you start to get these incredible experiences but i think i really want to center on arizona thp because everyone looks for that group we have conversations relentlessly in the forum about how do you meet new people how do you join foursomes if you're looking if you're playing as a single what's the easiest way and you guys seem to have found like the absolute hack for playing golf in Arizona and it's just a join a forum with a bunch of crazies who have the same sort of opinion but it's not even just that it's not like a group of guys you guys you you have this end of year deal which you actually just wrapped up with just unreal trophy and mm-hmm. this, uh, get together at the crazies wildcats house and you know having a good time there what is um what was azthp like this
0: year how how has it evolved over the years so i mean it, first it started from a premise that you know wildcat decided let's have a party at, at his house as he would yep and <laughs> so we go down there to play that course everyone because there's you know there's 20 plus th peers in arizona and so we said let's get together and just hang out and play golf and and during the course of that weekend we played two days at suelo um we decided that, you know, the idea was hatched that we should create our own league and, and let's get together once a month because this is so much fun. And so that's really what it was. And we wanted to do it in a way that gave back to THB because that's how we all met. So we made you know a couple of rules that were you had to be Albatross member and that's pretty much it. Um, you know, standard THP rules. Don't be a dick. Um, Don't be a Richard. Yeah. yeah. So (laughs) that's where, and then, and then the idea, the other idea was a few of the guys had been in THP experiences at that time. And we wanted to find a way to, in a sense, not step on toes of THP, but create those experiences for more people. Right. We want to travel. We want to go places. So once we created that league, that same night, we hatched the idea to call out a region on THP, right? And say, okay, America, world, wherever, <laughs> you guys put a team together, sell us on why we're going to come find you and play you, right? And that's what we ended up doing, going to Texas um, and, and doing that. Um, we haven't had a big group kind of trip yet in, in this year, so that's a little different. Um, but that's not... I mean, we went to Branson and met with KY the first time I met him. Uh, Chris and I went to Hawaii for a week, you know, so we still travel. But, you know, that's where it goes. And, and we just build this community. And now what's crazy this year is people from all over THB land are coming to visit us. Um, during the run-up for the Morgan Cup, uh, Jay Tubbs up and he came over for a practice round with me. And he's now joined our league for next year. So he's going to fly out like not every month, but probably half the time from LA and come over and play in our league. I'm, I'm I'm
1: laughing. Obviously this is um, an audio based experience so far with off course, but I'm laughing because we all pick the dumbest names <laughs> to be <at> <laughs> yes. uh, and shout out to uh, Jeremy JD talks for calling him JT up the very first time, which <laughs> is never, ever not going to be JT up. So um, You know, that's it. it's so cool because we all have our little pockets of friends and you know, there's no shortage of that when when you guys posted that call out that that challenge to all the other regions I had like there was back in the day we had a thing called regional rivalry mm-hmm. that was done like a lot not like one per year like a lot and it was based on states in Ohio, which is where I'm currently residing my team played Michigan uh, and it was not particularly friendly when we actually got out there and started playing the amount of uh, smack talk prior to the event was pretty epic so you know when i read that i was like oh man we're starting this up again but what you don't really realize and, and it seems like this is a condition every time you go to an experience with this community is like whatever bad thing you have in your mind it's just not like it it's just a group of crazies getting together, having a great time. And I mean, we saw the pictures from this weekend. You you had uh checkered down from yeah. uh, the, the West coast <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, coming down and, and having a great time. Uh, I'm still afraid to play desert golf. So we'll, we'll get into that later, but you know, it's, it's just, I really love watching it. I love seeing it. Um, big winner this year, obviously, <laughs> taking the trophy home was there anything about this weekend that really stood out from
0: other years or other finals um so OU magic won and i have to give a shout out to him because he was he doesn't want to know that probably one's out there but he was last place last year so he oh. went worse he went worse to first
1: yeah they have trophies in f- fantasy football for stuff like that
0: that's a so big he, deal. He won a lesson last year, so, <laughs> that, so we have a prize that we give out. Whoever's last place net gets a free lesson from the pro. That is <laughs> so savagery. What What's really crazy? He never got a chance to use that lesson. <laughs> oh really? This year, yeah. He's going wow. to use it, but he hasn't because it's in Tucson, so it's a little timing, right? But then he goes out and wow. and you know he's got his new Adele irons, and he's only played them a handful of times, and he just. Found a way to have the swing that day and goes and wins on a three person scorecard playoff. Good Lord. Yeah. So the that hardest is- hole, the hardest hole in the course is this beastly par five. It's 610 yards from the tees we played. And it has, it's a double dog leg with things that you literally, if you're not in absolute pers- perfect position and then willing to, Take a completely blind shot over a, a hill and land it in a valley, you can't go for it into. Okay. And he parred the hole. Like straight up, or a net par or like an actual no, par? Straight par. par. After his tee shot was in a bunker, he got out of the bunker across the creek and then saved a par to is win. There, is
1: is there truth to the rumor that the entirety of Arizona is a bunker?
0: <laughs> um Actually, not true because this you can ask checkered about what the desert's like at Star Pass, which was the day the course you played in Tucson the next day. This is a course that the PGA Tour played once. Phil's first PGA win when he was still at ASU was on this course. They no longer will play there because the PGA Tour says it's too hard. Oh, nice. So, okay. uh, That desert is baby heads and cactus, and that's it.
1: I don't know what that means, but it sounds horrible. Rocks that are the size you know of what, man, heads. Let's just get this out of the way. We've had <laughs> a great... Uh, I don't want to say it's like a rivalry because it's not. its It's been a an ongoing debate between me and basically everyone who plays in Arizona that I'm terrified to not only play there but take my golf clubs there because the amount of abuse that occurs on a golf club in an Arizona desert is... Nothing short of horrifying to me, like to the point where I'm willing to learn how to play with 13 clubs to have a desert club to use based on what the picture he's got. You guys put up on the forum on the community uh, of just golf club carnage, like cuts, uh, scratches or I can't even get it out of my mouth without being upset about it. So let's just get this out of the way. I know you want to talk about it. Lead me in in some sort of way. What do you want to know about me and Desert Golf? Well, the, the
0: first one we're going to get the other elephant out of the room is if you come during the time that you can afford to play, everything is Bermuda. Okay, that's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right? that's yeah, that's so um... you're you're done right then, right, right. Yeah. This time well, of year, you get to, you get fairways that are ryegrass, so you'll be comfortable. Oh yeah, (laughs) but that's the key if you hit the fairway then it's not scary you just gotta hit targets. i I
1: do have a couple of utility irons that seem to do a nice job of that so um and what's what is you've kind of given me a little sense of what part of the year looks like but what is desert golf when you actually hit it in the short stuff what's that experience like because you've been to kentucky so it's effectively what i play what is what does desert golf really mean to you is it super windy is it super hot is it super bermudy do you get in fights with cactuses yeah what's the story so
0: the fairways are hard right so you can depending on the the layout of the course you're gonna you can have a perfectly good tee shot and it runs to danger or okay right so especially this famous star pass they don't have any curvature Uh, you know, curbs on the cart pass. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no high, thick rough to stop your ball. So if you, (laughs) and it's in there, the fairways are turtle backed. So if you hit in the wrong spot, your ball is going in the desert and you're probably taking unplayable. I'm here for a hot take. And we,
1: so before the show in like the green room, whatever you want to call it, I said, do you have any hot takes? Do you have any like things about golf you're desperate to get out on the air for the, however many people who listen to the show, but your feedback to me was, I'm not really a hot take kind of guy, and right. I'm gonna lay one on you right now. The turtleback design, regardless of where it exists in golf, is the most pathetic version of difficulty I've ever encountered, and that includes blind shots. That includes trees in the middle of fairways. I legitimately hate the turtleback concept. If there was never another turtleback in my face for the rest of my life I would be a happy man tear green for days I don't care put seven tiers on one green I don't care that is a superior to green green to any green that has a turtle back your
0: counter sir ah you're you're giving up a lot of golf then <laughs> the <laughs> right mean, like half, of, half of florida is gone Dude. all the all the stuff <clears throat> in the in the carolinas uh, so, you can't well, you can't go to scotland i don't right? think carolina's
1: so this actually originated from a golf course named the Pearl in, uh, I think it's like Shalott, North Carolina. It's somewhere in North Myrtle. Um, they they have two 18s and they had redone one of their 18 screens. So not only were they like barely alive, they were firm and horrible. And every single one of them had a turtle back. I was so ready to throw my clubs in the lake. I, I didn't even play bad. It was one of those things like I hit a fairway, I hit the middle of the green, and then it went wherever the hell it wanted from there. And dude, I was so salty. It was unbelievable. Like what a a ridiculous way to make something challenging. But you're saying they do that to fairways. They can do that to
0: fairways, yes. I would
1: probably be a little bit salty if I hit one right down the pipe and had to hit my next shot and watched the trade value of my iron go down based on the location I'm hitting from. Like that would be a problem for me.
0: Fortunately for you, that's only a few courses, right? <laughs> I can, I can name the two and they're very polarizing and they have that, that trait. Okay. So, but, but desert golf, it has that, that target aspect. Um. So you got to get comfortable with hitting over, you know, force carries, hmm. you know, what we define as force carries, you know, in my course, there's, a very dry stream bed that crosses 15 of the 18 holes and you have to play over it either on your tee shot or your approach shot so you have a lot of those you got to know your distances and control that on different ways so that's i think that's an element of the desert golf that i play um you got a lot you have courses that have mountains too so Mm -hmm. we get lots of elevation changes that kind of fun stuff okay but but hard um if you're if you play. Lower tier courses like I do, you're gonna have bunkers that are basically concrete. Um, which is probably where most of the damage to your clubs happens <laughs> because you're in them more often than you are, the desert, the true desert. Man, I'm gonna
1: have to go in my basement and pull out some clubs for my trip if I ever make it out to Az. <laughs> this is stressing
0: me out. Like I offer I offer to let you play my uh my Hogan PTX pros that are sitting yeah, there at the I know. remember that. They have two reviews in them. Though they have a Recoil Prototype 95 oh. S Flex,
1: I can work with that. That that's yeah. not bad. What's They're the gonna, wind like in Arizona? Is it not too bad, or is it does it get whipping?
0: It can. So when we when you remember when Jank came out from Texas, another forum member came out to go hang another neighbor Jank. Jank, yeah. Who's listen, Jank? Listen to us. <laughs> yes, another crappy, <laughs> horrible one. I love when he it. comes out. We're playing in Tucson and legitimate forty mile an hour sustained winds. I'm out. It I'm is. busy. Busy that day. That, that was is nuts. it. That was done. Yeah. He's from you know Houston, so he's used <laughs> oh, to so Texas he wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, this is great." We're like, oh, "Oh, we don't want yeah.
1: this." <laughs> so the I'm, heat in the summer is
0: the biggest one for us. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yes. So so are you like getting into golf season now?
0: is this the time of year where golf's better or what's it like so it is great golf season however that comes at a price because the snowbirds are here mm. and post covid boon of golf it is ridiculously expensive to play golf right now
1: is it yeah not it's so only mentioned- going to get worse not to mention, if you don't tee off before what 10 a.m., you don't have any sun.
0: <laughs> uh, no, you. So you can play if you start at 1:30 or two, you can finish around. Okay, this time. that's not too bad. It's not too yeah. bad. Yeah, in summer you can start at four and play 18 holes. It's great, but
1: yeah. it's also
0: 115 degrees. Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, I'm out. <laughs> no, so it's it's chamber of commerce weather right now. Coming into the, you know when you get to the prime season is is February March you know but then you get waste management and courses that in normal years cost you 75 bucks to play will cost you 250 that week that's madness so we don't play so
1: golf. <clears throat> so are you starting you said you're from Ohio but you've been in Arizona your your primary golf experience at this point has to be defined as Arizonan is that yes. is that what you guys are Arizonans is that the word uh Arizonians <laughs> so you played in Kentucky this year. You played in Hawaii this year. You played in Mississippi this year. Do the presentation of those courses feel foreign to you now? Or are you pretty comfortable regardless of where you go? So I would say the, the most foreign one
0: was probably Kentucky.
1: Really? So let's, let's preface this. We played a couple rounds together down there. The yeah. first one, every tee shot was a blind shot, which, I mean, kill me now. Let's be clear. Uh, <laughs> but it was also like really linksy. So it was like wide open. There's nothing really going on. And then by the third day, we were playing basically a resort course in right. you know, the tree lined. So so what made that so different for you? The grass and the okay. diversity of
0: grass. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Bermuda, when it's
0: there, it's it's consistent. It might eat you alive, but it's Always, oh, it's either going to be the kind of Bermuda that you sit up on top of, and it's all fluffy, or you're dead inside of it. But it's the <laughs> did same. Did you say de- did you say dead, dead inside or dead, dead inside? inside the- yeah, <laughs> dead inside the grass. Yes. Oh, well, that was not a personal thing. Okay. Oh <laughs> no. But 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 you, I remember telling me, you know, oh, we got to look at this. is this a grippy lie or is this a fluffy lie or is this a flyer oh, yeah. lie or all based on the style of grass when you're trying to chip. Yeah. We don't have that. It's. It is what it is.
1: So Berm- Bermuda is fascinating because the longer it grows, the ball still sits down, right? Like it just disappears. And then you have to like get down to it not in, always in places like Atlanta, I was going to say. Yeah. So I remember playing at a, I think it was like trophy club down there and they had not cut the Bermuda and people were just straight up losing their golf balls. Cause it was gone. Whereas in Kentucky, you can sit on that little canopy there. And, and, and I, I was watching guys slide their club under the, the ball or thin it I mean, I understand that our, our grass type here is finicky, but at least it's, you know, at least the greens are fun.
0: <laughs> see, I can't read a, 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 a bent grass green. I don't see breaks very well. Oh, okay. Bermuda, so, I can see. And... You're
1: playing purely for the green.
0: No, but I just see the I see this undulation in the slopes. Okay. I see the okay. contours of the green better. I don't see them because oh, that's fascinating it's like splotchy to, you know, the grass is all different colors, potentially in bent and, and you don't, I just don't see it. I'm, just, okay. get, I'm also blind. So that's, that's part of it. That's also why <laughs> when we were in Mississippi, I felt more at home. Everyone was freaking out and I'm like, Oh, I can see this. I know what this is. Hmm. So I was, I was more comfortable on those greens because at least I could, they were fastest greens I ever played, but they were at least things that I <clears throat> interpret.
1: Well, Let's talk about Hawaii golf because I've not been there. I mean, it looks super fun. You and um, the big man. uh, First of all, I don't know how you guys are friends based on your allegiances, but, you know, Sun Devils versus Wildcats. But you guys just randomly go out to Hawaii and take the community along for the ride with pitchers and just madness. It was obviously a bromance. It's been brewing here for a long time. But what's the golf like out there? Is it super fun?
0: It's really fun. So I had gone to Hawaii and was able to play one round of golf the year prior. And I knew I wanted to go back and while Chris will, Hey, Chris, we're going on a trip. Okay. Where, when, let's go. Right. So he, it was natural to invite him. And we went out and we played four days in Hawaii. Um, We stayed on Kauai, which is the only Island I've been to. Um, And they have some really, really great golf courses. There's only eight of them the entire Island, but you know, two or three of them are, I'll put them up with anything. Really, the pinnacle of those is Poipu Bay was probably the the highlight of the trip for me. They got golf
1: courses that are as good of a name as our forum names. Poi exactly, Bay. awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: so that that was a former PGA stop. That was a okay. really good, a really great course. I mean, conditions, and you're right on the ocean. Now, the thing that was crazy when we were there, again, this is, I guess, maybe Chris or we're just lucky. There was zero wind. Really. We're in Hawaii and it's death still. Oh, man. And I I was like, I was expecting he was coming there for his very first ocean golf experience and we got no wind.
1: Dude, you're you're talking basically my love language right now is golf with no wind. So that's incredible. The
0: locals that we played with could not play golf. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, oh, they, they just couldn't figure it out or they what? They couldn't. They're like, they know they have to club up four clubs or three clubs or, or down, depending on, because they're used to one changing completely 100-degree directions, yeah. but it's always present. They okay. couldn't play golf. Now,
1: I've seen plenty of those Hawaii stops on the PGA Tour just get, those courses get victimized by players because they're just flat-out scoreable. I mean, what was the one that was like minus minus thirty three? Five was that a um? That was a Cam Smith win, wasn't it? Where they were just all just blasting the tournament, and it was because it was abnormally quiet for that time of year. Um, you know, it's it's hard to put real stock into the challenge that wind creates, but when it doesn't exist, we're all very very happy people, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, there there's a hole on one of the courses, a little short downhill par three that you have to. It's a force carry over the ocean. Okay, but. Because of the prevailing wind, you have to literally hit a fade and and aim, I mean, 35, 40 degrees out into open ocean and let the wind bring it back to the green. That's how it normally plays.
1: So these, these locals are hitting it into the ocean. Like, come yes. on, man,
0: come back. <laughs> Wind's supposed to come back and there's no wind and they don't know what club to do.
1: <laughs> man, you start giving them advice like, yeah, I played here never. So, you know. Yeah pick up, pick up this club. You'll be fine. Oh, that's such a weird experience. So so you've played there before. You've done it now. Do you have any intentions to go back? Do you have like another trip planned or what, what's the play?
0: I don't have anything planned, but I would love to go back. I'd like to go to a different island. Maybe I've been to Hawaii not <clears throat> times, Okay, that's the one perk of being in Phoenix. You can get direct flights there really easily. Oh, so really? It's cheaper for me to fly to Hawaii than it is to go to Ho- Ohio for Christmas. Yeah, I mean that's not that, a it's, <laughs> it's
1: it's suffrage is what it is, yeah. yeah. Uh that's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. Well, what about uh the Morgan Cup, man? You've had a heck of a ride. We've we've talked about the Morgan Cup on the podcast a number of times. It's a it's a group event between THP and Cobra Puma Golf. They put it on where two teams go head to head. One is captained by a THP or as well as Jose or Yeggs from, from Cobra golf. You happen to be on the team with the little rat himself, Jose, uh, the winning team this year played in Mississippi. What uh, what was that experience like for you? Not just going there and playing, but like the whole buildup it, there've been a lot of conversations about events like the granddaddy or the Morgan cup, almost forcing people to really triple down on their efforts to get better at the game. Was that a huge motivator for you? Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. So I was lucky enough to be hand selected. I got the shoulder tap from JB in February or March leading up to the October event. So I had, you know, eight months to prepare. And then I was picked and I'm on the team that won paradise. Who's now, this was the three peat. And I have friends of mine in AZTHP and the other others that I know that were all alumni of those winning THP teams. And here I am as the next Arizona guy to come and, in a sense, be on that team. Are you suggesting
1: I, that Arizona THPers is the secret mix that has nothing to do with Jeremy and nothing to do with Hose. Well, no, because... No, no, pretty- we
0: got to go. It's
1: uh, running out of time today. It's no, not- no, I'm not saying that at all, because
0: <laughs> I, I think that was part of it. This was the process. of the process. But, uh, you know, but then, you know, Magic Spell. Here's another one. Yeah. <laughs> his name <laughs> So his name is actually interesting because his last name is Spell. And really? he's a magician.
1: Yeah, yours is MTV Logo and your last name is Cherry. So it makes exactly.
0: perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so So there's been other Arizona people in other ones. And you know, Roadrunner was an AZ guy way yep, back in the yep, day. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. um so no i'm not saying that but i felt that pressure of those guys and their legacy and then to get jeremy his three okay right i absolutely felt that and i'm a you know i was when i joined thp i never had a handicap i got up to a when i started establishing it i was a 26 5 i think when i was about the time or 25 5 when i was selected to go to the hogan experience i went on this journey for the morgan cup and i played and practiced golf three i was playing three rounds a week and practicing two days a week leading up to this so i golfed my ball really where i was right and and <clears throat> i put a lot of pressure on myself to perform you know there's not that pressure by from anyone else it's also everyone puts self-inflicted pressure on each other yeah we want to win but the morgan cup is it really about that it's important but it's not um but we all want to do well and, and and do those things so I had that goal and I wanted to be you know paired with Jeremy um because I after we met, to met, you know we kind of felt like okay I, I felt that hey that's of the teammates he's the one that I'd like to go and be have that pressure to make sure that I get guarantee he gets a point on that first day you know so that's crazy so I, what
1: was it like when you, when you got back, are you, are you still pressing on getting better? What, what is your main goal now? I mean, you, you've hit a couple good milestones and we had some really wonderful chats when we played golf in Kentucky about the pressures we put on ourselves and, and, uh, learning the game in, in different ways, whether it's hitting the ball or, you know, making good decisions.
0: What, what's the next for you? Are you continuing to improve? I think right now I'm kind of in an acute stage. I kind of want to, I don't, I, you know, it's too expensive, but I don't want to be playing three days a week right now mm. <laughs> because I probably can't afford it. Um, so I'm going to dial that back a little bit, but I think I really need to get a lesson to make another step. I think I've hit that plateau of a 18, 17, 5, whatever handicap that in order to get that push to 15 or 10, I've got to get outside professional eyes right i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm fortunate help, yeah i mean professional help i mean i'm fortunate that I, we have a lot of great golfers in our league and i friends and so they give me lots of great advice i mean you gave cool. me advice here in kentucky right so that goes so far but you yeah, that consistent if i'm really going to push that's the decision i got to go for the that
1: unsolicited house. advice you never want <laughs> yeah Hey, Cherry, there's something I noticed. Would you like me to ruin your day? Yes, please. Thank yes, you. <laughs> please. And it didn't ruin my day. It actually fixed it. So, <laughs> oh, it's the worst feeling in the world when they say, no, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we had an awesome time in Kentucky. I, I had so much fun and, um, you know, getting to know you and, and some of the other guys who are involved in the experience. It's so fun to watch them go and, you know, play their game and 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 hopefully have success whether that means winning or just playing good golf you know we all get pretty invested and, and we have those conversations that flow in the community and uh, i'm sure you've been back through these thousands upon thousands of posts in the discussion of the morgan cup which you know is something you can look back on for years that's it's got to be a pretty cool feeling
0: it is and I, and I think the thing that you know really gets to me is that you know the first is that team aspect right that that Eight of us went on this journey to pull off a task and we did it. But then then you go and you, you realize that I think we were a little, even more lucky and blessed that Yags and Jose spent so much time with us. You know, the event on paper is Friday night to Sunday afternoon. But they showed up in Memphis on Wednesday afternoon and we hung out every single day, every night from Wednesday until Sunday night after the event back in memphis we all flew out monday right i mean it was and you got to see them you know and and really when they say hey this is their favorite week of the year it's it was obvious that that's true
1: yeah well one more than the other i think uh has enjoyed the last three a little bit more than yag says let's be honest i I feel like yags at this point is starting to dread it a little bit but Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, what I want to know is what happened day one, like before everything you guys played a practice round and, and I was doing a bit of a preview show uh, <laughs> and, and I was checking the scores from the day and I said, I don't think this, this day went the way a lot of people wanted it to. So first of all, we played colonial, okay,
0: which is a really hard golf course, it's a bit of a bear, is it? Yeah. And we Tried to keep a tee box that was supposedly going to be a certain distance. It turned out that that tee box was much longer than oh, said no. things. Then you couple very sloped, uh, very undulated and very fast greens. You get carnage. Yeah, and and I and had a very personally. I had a very bad swing day. <laughs> you guys had
1: carnage. There's no we doubt about carnage. it. <laughs> it did make for the uh, the show a little bit. Uh, a fun story to talk around but yeah so so what's um what's your plan from here what's what's the next place you want to visit what where do you want to golf next
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I don't know what the next one's going to be. That's a hard
1: question. Um, Cause that's I'm supposed more, to be easy. I know yeah. it's not. And there's you're so more of like, places. you're more of
0: like a yes man or like, yeah. Like when, when an opportunity presents itself, I, I go, like I had the idea of Hawaii, right. That was a great one. But when I went to go to p- play Payne's Valley with KY and, and the rest of those guys, you know, that was, here's another great one. Um, That was presented to me and I jumped at it. Right. Yeah. Um, Where would I choose? Yeah. To give me like play? a state
1: uh oh. North Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Yeah, I've never done the Carolinas.
0: I would mm-hmm. absolutely want to go go there. Um yeah, I mean I could but I could go to like Coeur d'alene right? You could go mm-hmm. in, there's endless. There's you know my go my man name's high. I love that. Yeah I appreciate that. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah I would I would play golf pretty much anywhere, right? Even Ohio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There i need to go right play there. golf in ohio actually yeah yep, yep. you do <clears throat> so
1: before we wrap it up i want to give you a chance to kind of give some arizona golfers a shout out we have lots that listen to the show i'm sure um can you kind of just break down what azthp means and and how you guys are always encouraging to grow and and just creating a community of golfers inside a community of golfers who are 100% there for each other and to have a great time.
0: So, yeah, so we have this, like I said, they're like this fraternity that I didn't have. so I wasn't a fraternity guy. Um, we have a group text. We talk every single day To those that want it, there's a group that doesn't want the lunatic French conversations too much. Um, <laughs> so we have that aspect of golf. We always, we're playing much, all the guys in Phoenix get together like almost every weekend to play golf. Um, we have a charity element that we want to give back. Um, each eco start has a, a foundation, not really a foundation, but he has a charity, he supports the Ryan house that's very personal to him. And so we have a team event every year that we raise money to go to that. It's a, basically a house for where families stay when their children are extremely ill and going to Phoenix children's hospital. So we have that kind of part of our community as a core thing. And then, you know, we want to get together and play golf everywhere. Um, We try to play the best courses we can within a a limited budget in Arizona. Right. And so that certain times a year that you get priced out of places. Um, But so I I don't know. It's just we just have a lot of fun. We just a bunch of guys that get together and and play golf and talk about life and do everything else. Right. You know, I love it. uh, it, it, it's really special and unique, and I think that if if you're in an area where there's enough golfers, it only takes four. Just go pay golf every week, and yeah. and, and show and share that with people. Right? We try to bring everything back to THP <clears throat> form because that's who how we all met. And when we meet people and tell them, "Hey, you want to join our league?" Well, guess what? You've got to go join THP. And, <laughs> and some have taken off and be part of it, but some obviously don't. But they're still part of it. They're still Albatross members. Um,
1: cool so the final real question well there's i got two questions left but i'm gonna i'm gonna do the cheesy one first mtb loco i mean i think i feel like we've moved past that so when is the the cherry nickname
0: gonna come in full force on the forum uh i don't know if ever will oh come on on the mountain bike forum i was brian c right so that was so lame that i can't i can't do that again so go back to my b-r-c-h birch (laughs) birch
1: yeah yeah, I don't know. He's thinking about it, folks. All right. We're yeah. doing all right. Final question for you. I know you're a big beer guy. I've seen it on your Instagram. What is the, what is the poster on drink for you? Cold day, hot day, go.
0: Cold day, hot day. Well, I love hazy IPAs. Mm-hmm. They don't love me anymore. Um, in other words, I have a couple of hazy IPAs and, and I feel worse than if I drank half a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> so um really hot days i can't i can't do mixed drinks you gotta do beer and unfortunately what's access on a course you drink miller light yeah right you know that's it, maybe i'll do the the spike Arnold palmer right? Okay, but that's that's in hot days you just can't you know you're not drinking uh transfusions on a hot day because you'll just be laid out asleep so cold <laughs> day up. what's the cold plan? day uh single four. Yeah. Oh, see, I can't. I can't play golf in bourbon. Post round, I mean said bourbon. post round. I did post, say round, post then, round. Oh yeah. It, it, then if we're hanging out, it's a bourbon or a nice barrel aged stout if they okay. have them. Right. Oh, it's classy. I like
1: yeah. that. All right, my friend. It's uh, it's been forty minutes of fun. You know, it's it's always really interesting to get a secondary look at a th beer and part of the community. Um, it's been really fun watching your experiences through the Morton Cup. I'm thrilled that you came out to my neck of the woods. We got to play some golf together, um, and and this was months after watching you lunatics go out to Hawaii. And for whatever reason, on your bromance trip, bring us along with you, which was amazing for me, sitting basically in the snow here. So, you know, thank you for for letting us be a part of that. Thank you for for uh, making Arizona's THP group. A little bit more interesting um and and you know the final stage of this part i'm gonna ask you do you have questions for me
0: well i already told you you already answered the one question was you yeah I, why are you afraid of desert golf So yeah,
1: i like just... to take questions head on man i knew it was coming
0: so this is the question okay. when are you coming to coming arizona, to arizona
1: to yeah yeah that is cruel first of all um i mean Honestly, I'm free next week. The only problem is I have a kid who needs to get an Uber to school every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we definitely need to make that happen. I know a mutual friend, Jeremy, is getting very cranky in Michigan right now. Um, so I, I think the thrill of Arizona golf is something that needs to be on my radar. I think we need to make that happen. If not 2023, uh, for sure, within the next year and a half, I'm coming to, I'm coming to crash. I'm going to make a mess of some golf clubs in Arizona. Yes, that will be excellent. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my friend. Well, Hey, I appreciate you. Uh, had a little bit of Eagle rare in your name tonight. So cheers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the experience, my friend. And, And I'm thrilled that, um, golf is being kind to you right now and, uh, and you're improving. It's such a cool experience and. I'm looking forward to you hitting that next plateau. It's going to be a lot of fun for all of us. So thank you. and
0: Thanks for having well. me. It's been a pleasure. All uh, right, buddy. Kind of unexpected, but I liked it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, I usually like that deer in the headlights thing. Hey, jump on the <laughs> show with me. It's no big deal. Uh, either way, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is all about chatting with the community. Uh, part of what makes us all interesting and and. The THB community has molded my experience as a golfer. So if you're not a part of something, you spend too much time talking to your wife about golf, I promise you she doesn't care. And if she does, you've hit the jackpot. If, if she doesn't, and you can tell she doesn't, jump on the THP community forums, be a part of something a little bit more interesting. We are the lunatic fringe. We talk golf all the time. We, uh, we rampage about turtleback greens and um, and why you should not play a muscleback all the time. So You know, be a part of that. Um, And if you're not, if this is good for you, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate the continued support of you folks uh, out there listening. So uh, if you are playing golf this weekend, have an awesome time. Enjoy what weather we have. Uh, If you are in Arizona, sorry about the price of your golf. If you are in Ohio like me, we are going to get cold soon. So make them count. We'll see you guys next week.
0: DHP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.